27. And if you're wondering why I was making weird face there, because my computer takes forever to start, maybe I don't have to start recording. Anyways, I'm your host, Jim Gass, joined by Corey Feinstein. Ahoy. And Tony Gorkanakis. Hey, hey. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Like, this thing is whistling like crazy. I mean, it, it's my old MacBook, and, uh, you know, it, it, I hit the record button, and seriously, like, it just sits here for what guys like 30 seconds we're sitting here waiting for me to start and so i don't know when i actually record so if i'm ever making a weird face it's i mean i think it I does know. like it's weird because it doesn't say it but i don't know it seems like sometimes there's a lot of dead air there's a lag there's a lag but there's also a lot of video pop-up because of the encoding from skype it takes a while for that to show up on screen so i don't even mind waiting for it to start for a little bit but this is the issue of skype for everybody wondering it's not great um and yet we continue to use it but that's because there's not much of an alternative out there Zoom is out there, but, you know, I guess we'd look at that at some point, but we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to 547 GameCast. I unfortunately didn't get to play too much this week. My brother is building a porch in his backyard, uh, so I've been there quite a bit helping him, and uh, plus my own home, uh, which has had a lot of maintenance repairs needed to be done here. Uh, and then I watched a lot of shows. So, uh, you know, by the time you're, like, done doing all that stuff, you're, like, burnt out, and you're just, like, I just want to sit back and just watch yeah. something. And unfortunately, one of those things was Army of the Dead, which we <laughs> talked about in the game on the movie cast. So if you want to hear about that with spoilers, though, for those wondering, it will be with spoilers if you haven't listened to that episode yet. But check it out. You can hear Corey's and my opinions of that movie. Uh, yeah, uh, that was that's a little preview of it. Just for those on YouTube. Anyways, so I haven't really done much. Um, Tony, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? more snap Nothing. yeah more snap uh probably halfway i'd assume it's fun i like it. it's re- it's a relaxing game that's one of those things where just like mostly stress-free just like mm-hmm. trying to let up perfect shots and whatever <laughs> yeah you know i remember that cool. from the, the 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 chain of events that has to happen to unlock one of the pokemons in the next shot mm-hmm. kind of things right is that what you still have to do mm-hmm. yeah. okay okay yeah. all right cory well, uh, it's funny because like I feel guilty playing stuff because of how nice the weather's been, but then at the same time, like, uh, it's so like the pollen is just out of the. It's, it's so, so crazy. It is absolutely like the worst. I can't believe how bad it is. Uh, we haven't had any rain here. There's been no. Yeah, rain. it's been so, yeah. from dry. So, but um, I did pick up a a reboot, a remaster, I should say. Um, that was on sale, so I was like, you know what. Okay, what was it? Uh, it was Kingdoms of Avalar Re-Reckoning. Nice. I'm so happy you went somewhere else with that, because I was about to talk about Mass Effect. Again. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I picked that up again, because what's funny is uh, Schreier's book, which I finished as well, they have a section in there on big, huge games, and it's like, you know what? That was a good game. Like, I really am itching game? to play it now. And so I went to go get it. Uh, on Saturday, and they were sold out. It's like, oh, what the heck? How are you sold out of this? Like, then the guy, like, oh, yeah, this is like, we just had like one or something. Oh, hold on. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm, that game was really good, though. And I'm actually interested. Does, I think that's still on sale. That's a GameStop sale, I believe. Uh, it's, they have a it's Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. Be on all week. So, I'm going to have to look at that now because while he's doing this, wait, he's coming back now. Okay. You can yeah, tell that. I have, a story. I have a Mass Effect story before we're done. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, no, like, so I went Saturday to get in there. Like, so I was like, yeah, he's like, oh, we only got like two or something, whatever. So like, ah, that makes sense. Like, who's who's really clamoring for this game? But then um, I had to drop off my kids down 
um, at their mom's on Sunday, and I saw like, I passed a GameStop. I was like, yeah, I'll just check out this GameStop down there, and they actually had two copies of it there. And I was like, oh, cool. So I picked it up, and I was like, oh, I didn't even realize it was on sale. So it was even cheaper. It was like twenty bucks. Um, so I, I've been playing that, and it's like. What's uh, it's such, it, the combat is really good, and they talk about it in Shards book too. It's like the combat is is fantastic in this game. Like it's just fluid. It's you have like magic, you have uh, your, your your weapons, and you can switch between yep. two types of weapons. Um, it's just a really well done system, and that is the best part of this game. But it does feel very much like an early 360 game still. It's like yeah, there's a lot of stuff like quality of life things that I'm like, oh, I wish they could have helped they a little update bit there. That stuff. Really? Not, I mean, no, it's not too much. Mostly just in a graphical upgrade, upgrade, performance upgrade. But it's, even still, it's not like the best looking game out there or anything like that. But it's it's fun. It's definitely one of those games where I really enjoy. Like I remember the blacksmithing was such a good time doing that, like crafting and. Yeah. So yeah, like, uh, cool. yeah, it's 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 been pretty fun for for twenty bucks. Good uh, little distraction. That's a game that I like. That's a game like I was like excited for when it came out. Um, and then I ended up loving it. Like I was like I. I like scoured like that that universe. Like I went corner to corner in that planet to like find all the extra stuff, and I I found a lot of extra. Like I played a lot of that game. That was I, a fantasy I game. Got really right? into it. Yeah, hmm? I got really into it. Fantasy it wasn't a huge game. world. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah it's a sorcery knights yeah. and swords. It's, and I mean, the thing yeah. is, it's a fantasy game uh, RPG. You know, and thing about it is, EA published it, and. They also published, obviously, Dragon Age Inquisition, which came out around the same time or very fairly recently after, before I forget. Uh, and so, like, that's their franchise. Like, they basically were just like, well, here's this other thing. And they never really put anything into it. But the game is, I think, a much better game than uh, yeah. Dragon Age. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just never got the sequel. And, like, well, there's a chilling company. Have you guys read Trash Book at all? Because, like, no, some, I need no, to listen to it. Some of the stuff behind the scenes they talk about, you know, big, huge games and, you know, how the studios work and the, you know, ups and downs. And that's what got me excited to go back into this game uh, and just hearing, like, what could have been. Because, you know, like, a team comes together to make a game. This was, like, when they're, you know, a game that a lot of the first people, like, first games that they made in this genre, that kind of thing. And they were all ready to go with the sequel, you know, like, build on what you've created the yeah. first game and it's like yeah. mass effect one and then you go to that jump to mass effect two like that's what they were expecting uh with you know amalar this, here. Game, was at, this game was at pax east um years yeah. ago that was a great showing they had a, such a great they had a big universe they were planning on building off of this I mean, like huge like salvatore the 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 um dungeon yeah. dragons guy and uh and todd mcfarlane our like direction stuff is crazy like yeah. um yeah it's like such so it's such a shame that there wasn't that sequel that came out and yeah. um yeah but uh hopefully we, hopefully because, we can get it still now but we'll see yeah and because With of the remaster book, i'm hoping I was like, yeah this is awesome and then i also because of shire's book i also uh, played a bunch of um enter the gungeon which is in this his book as well oh is it yeah I, um going back to what we've been up to i did finish ready player two um <laughs> i had been i listen I forgot I had used free credits from Audible to pre-order that book a while back. So when Corey was telling me about the fact that, you know, I should get that as an audio book for Shire's new book, I was like, well, oh, yeah, let me log into Audible. And I looked, and I'm like, you know, I never even listened to this, and I got it. So I'm like, let me listen to this. And it's a really short listen, because I listen at two speed. So it's like six hours to listen to the whole thing. It's not long. Uh, that, okay. Three-quarters of that book, I was like, 
this isn't that bad. Like, I, I don't know why people were so upset. Like, it's not that bad of a book. It's fine. Um, it felt like one of those books where it's like, you can't go home again. Like, he tried, shouldn't have done a sequel, but it wasn't terrible. And then you get to the ending sequence is er, that whole area. Like, and it just is like the worst ending ever. It's kind of like abrupt, uh, incoherent. And, you know, I will give you guys one preview of the book. At some point, they're fighting flying princes the musician prince multiple versions of him in the book mm. so it's like a bunch of 80s movies references as well it's not games at all yeah. and, and and pop music from the 80s that's really what i think people hated the most so not a great book i uh, would not recommend it to people and i really don't know why he did it except for money um so i did that and then I mentioned real quick, I wanted to go back to Mass Effect real quick because I wanted to I wanted to get the Legendary Edition. I'm like so psyched because I actually loved, you know, I loved 1 and 2, loved it, loved it. And then I listened to Giant Bombcast and Jeff Gershman said like, he he brought up a great point to the point where I'm now I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this. And I don't know if maybe I was listening to that podcast by chance. I don't know but, why you want to play this, Jim. Like, I still don't yeah. understand. He just reminded me, like, he's like, let's, he's like, let's just, he's, I, he's like, I really loved one and two. He's like, I really wanted to get this game and I was really excited for it. And then he's like, and then I remembered three and he's like, and not even the ending of three people forget how much three. No, I don't forget. I bring it up every single time you talk about this and it's like, no, the game was fun. It's just the end. I'm like, no, the game was terrible. Like the game yeah, was so fucking God awful. The game, the, the game, game that was fine. The gameplay was fine, yeah. sure. The but story the structure was, of the game? was insult. It was an insult to the fans of one and two because it just takes your big story threads that you've battled for in one and two to save your characters, and it gives gives you two lines of an ending per character. That's all you get in your choice. Yeah. Your choices matter, and it just is. A, it's an insult. Three was such an insult, mm -hmm. and that reminded me of that insult. Like just very that. Just that. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else insulted you about Mass Effect Three. Not the the what was it? Uh, who was who was in the game from IGN? Was it Olivia Munn, or is it uh, Jessica Chobot? No, Chobot. No, Chobot. 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 Chobot was in it. Thank you. That was the most egregious fucking like. Yeah, huh? that's fine. That's fine. I I don't care about that, but I do care about. Do you care about how how every fucking mission turned out to be? Oh, one of your squad mates has to fix the thing, and you have to cover them uh, from a horde of enemies just showing up. And uh, you know, there's oh, there's there's always a turret nearby. Cool, like there's a fucking turret. Like, mm. yeah. like you know, or how about did you, did you like I'm did saying, you like the the quest structure in in Mass Effect Three, where you had to just hang around the Citadel and hope that NPCs will talk about something that will be like, oh, I should go check that out. And it's like that's that's how you get quests in the game. I forgot about that actually. Oh, I know you forgot about that. I didn't forget my, about my this. My stories, my stories of my characters that I really got attached to in two, specifically two. Their stories just ended abruptly in three, and they didn't even have a good closure to any of that. Any of that. Most characters, like you got three like good endings of a character, and that was it. And I'm like that because that, that's what the game is about. Forget all. The, I understand Tony, your the gripes you're saying are absolutely gripes. Oh, but the biggest slap to the face is to the sure. fans of the series who are building sure, your story. No, I I agree, 100 agree. The story is what matters. But I could forgive all these gameplay things if the the story mattered, but it didn't. So yes, and that's that was his point. And I, and then, you know what he's like, I what he just said to me Jim, is like, you, you like stop playing video games for a year after Mass Effect Three. Go listen to the podcast. <laughs> Seriously, go listen to the podcast. 
Yeah, Mass Effect 3 ruined you, Jim. That's why I'm like, wow. I kept thinking, yeah, like, it, it, it literally ruined you. Yeah. Like, go back and just listen. I mean, I was the only one, I think, that was, like, positive on this game. Just because, you know, everything I kind of wanted, I got just because of the, the way I built my character and stuff. And still, like, there are moments that are frustrating because you do develop relationships with characters in the second game that just, you know, don't exist in the third game. So, yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's a, a great love-hate relationship because you think about, like, how much... You really have... Oh, I don't, I'm not going to make that comparison. <laughs> really great. Great times you had on one and two. But then three is always there and it's always lurking, waiting for you. And it's just like, and that's the worst time ever. I don't know, Jim. I feel like you're the girl that likes the <laughs> abusive, like gets abusive boyfriend and they call her friends say, don't go back yeah. to him. Don't go back to him. And then you go back to him. What are you doing? Yeah. No, it's, it's been, you had such great times in those beginnings. But you, know, you did. <laughs> you did for the first two parts. No, that's the problem. It's it, I, I'm going to stay away for now, and I'm not saying maybe at 20 bucks, maybe I won't try it again to try one and two again. But I just don't want to play three. I don't like three. Is that even thinking about three, you get that whole like, no, 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 it's too soon. I, I would play one and two a bunch, like over and over. Three, I'd play once just to get through it. But yeah, like it just there's yeah. so good stuff in that one. But it's I don't know why I don't think it's worth it right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's get into some news, guys. Um, what we got here? Uh, Jason Schreier, this was earlier last week, tweeted uh, about Starfield. Starfield uh, is impressions. We were talking last, actually last podcast about how we expect that to be. I think it was March I was talking about. Uh, they were talking about March 2022. And uh, he's tweeting out here like, it's not even close. I like, do not expect that game for a long time. Expect a trailer at E3 maybe, right? Um but it's you're you're talking like way further than people expect. So 2023 is that worth looking at? Who who are people expecting this? Like that's what I'm like curious about. Like we know this is Bethesda. Um, they've they've when they talk about games, they usually show it. And then, well, not usually, but with you know Fallout, they had it out in six months, whatever. Since when it was uh, revealed, but Starfield's just been this thing that's been like in the background forever. And like Elder Scrolls is kind of, one of those things that just like you know it just gets delayed like constantly. So like if this is supposed to be a sci-fi el- Elder, did I say like, Elder? What the fuck? What am I? Starfield. Yeah. No, sci-fi um, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. But like Elder Scrolls. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Okay. Um, it's like I just feel like those franchises they just, they just take forever to make, and we yeah, it just seems like there's been no progress on that game. I I don't know. I just. Maybe they yeah. could surprise you and be like, oh, yeah, hey, it's coming out now. But it just seems like that game is years away at the earliest. Yeah. It, um, I'm hoping for fall of next year, but <clears throat> I, I think it still could be fall. I think it could be fall of next year. No matter when we'll it comes see. out, like you're saying, it doesn't matter when it comes out. It's still going to be broken. It, it'll be broken. That's it's it. really yeah. funny because to me, I think Microsoft is stuck between a rock and a hard place because, okay, first of all, the official announcement that it will be Xbox exclusive, Xbox slash PC exclusive, will like just implode or explode the internet, like Reddit, sure. social media, Twitter, all that. <clears throat> Even though people like in the well, know, we all expect that. it. Right? We well, no, I know, it. but like the casual people, the casual people do not expect that. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, all the headlines are going to be clickbait. Oh, you know, makers of Fallout and Skyrim. Next game. We did see next week. No, I know, I know, I know. Wasn't Elder Scrolls three like Xbox exclusive? Like, wasn't that? <laughs> on the xbox the original xbox exclusive game or something but yeah anyway yeah it's just gonna be one of those things where it's gonna be clickbaity te- headlines that just fuel the flames of the internet 
Yeah. But the, the interesting thing is they're kind of stuck in a, a rock and a hard place because do they release it and potentially have a Cyberpunk 2077 situation on their hands? I think they're deathly afraid of that. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, no. do they do they just not release it this year? Uh, and then, you know, just be like, well, what do you have, Microsoft? Like, yeah. Halo, maybe? No, well, that's the thing. their Master Chief hey. collection. Like, they can't afford to do that again. Hey. Like, that's... Like they haven't put out uh, Infinite. Like the uh, Halo Infinite's not out yet, I and that's think, supposed to be out two years ago. I think they're gonna have. I think they're gonna have Halo this year, but that's a hell of a lot to put on a franchise that has been downward trending for how many versions? You know, that's that's a hell of a lot of weight to put on that that game. A game that also, by the way, looked terrible the last time we saw it. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like they need content, and I understand they've been buying companies, but that means jack and shit. When you have, there's nothing to show. Like you're not, you're not giving us anything. And I understand there's a pandemic, and then that caused, you know, delays. And I'm sure that caused a lot of games to get pushed that may have been coming out this year. But it's gotta be something. I mean, I mean, it's it's not their thing right now. I mean, their focus has not been on that. Like we've seen it, especially if if what we're hearing from Sony's, we're gonna get a state of play from Sony. I'm tying this in here next in on the 27th uh, for Horizon gameplay and. To me, that makes it sound like that's going to be fall of this year. Maybe. I really do. I think I think that will be their fall game. And I, I mean, I was hoping that would be a launch title for PS5. That's what needed. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't need it because everybody's buying up every PlayStation that comes comes out. Anyway, no, you're right. So. I mean, it, but that like that's if they get Horizon out, like I, I'm sorry, Halo, it, you you can't compete with that game anymore like you're not you're not the you're not the the heavyweight you once were we talked about that how many episodes ago like oh, halo just doesn't have its pizzazz anymore it needs to have episode we've been talking about this for at least i've been saying this for years yeah. i mean yeah. since three essentially <laughs> i mean four was like uh, underwhelming to say the least you hated five jim i hated five four was fine play. It was underwhelming. That's the thing. It was underwhelming. Like yes. you go from three to four, and yes, we changed studios. A lot of it was still Bungie, but at the same time, you are changing studios, and you're going solely under Microsoft now, where they, they're controlling absolutely everything, and you're trying to shoehorn in a character that didn't. I mean, unfortunately, this is it doesn't make sense for him to be there anymore. Like you ended the story with him in a in a yeah. pretty you know pretty close that chapter. Yeah, you close yeah, that. You could, yeah. But you had to bring them back and find ways to make it work. And I, I, I supported that game. I think I, I talked, I, up, I talked that game up when it came out. I, I tried to, you know, see the, the brighter side on that, silver lining or whatnot. But it was, when you look back at it, it just underwhelming. Yeah, and everything. Same. And then you had Call of Duty, and Call of Duty's now just dominating everybody's yeah. first shooter time. And five, five is just not great. And four, like I said, four also screwed us for the achievements, Corey. We we have a negative opinion because of the achievements, so yeah. uh, we got fucked over from that. But whatever. Well, uh, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. So I mean, we'll see about Horizon on what's that Thursday. Um, but if that reaches this year, I mean, Microsoft's got some. Are they in trouble because they're still selling out whatever they can make? I don't know if they're in trouble. Not, they're not, I mean, they're they're in trouble. They're they just they're doing a lot of stuff with their PC side and and, and you know, Game Pass. Party. Yeah, yeah. Game Pass. If they don't get Halo out this year, I feel and like I we're play on my Xbox sort of, more than my PlayStation because of Game Bo- Game Pass. Yeah, I feel like we we'll get something big this releasing this fall on Game Pass, and we don't get a game from Microsoft. I feel like they'll pay up. I don't even know what's big. What's big? 
What's big on game? What's big coming out this fall? We don't even know, do we? It's the third party. Third party. I'm not saying exclusive, by the way, to the, the Xbox. I'm saying Game Pass launch release. You can also buy. Whoops. You can also buy it on PS, you know, five and whatever. But uh, I'm saying whatever that is, Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah. I feel like go out and get. Well, I mean, that's, that's I, Outriders was on Game Pass, and I played it on Xbox because of that. Yeah. yeah. So something like that is I feel like they'll do this year. No, so we'll see. All right. What else we got in the news here? Oh, oh big one. Biggest news of last week. If it's good or not, guys, Overwatch League will change if you're shrinking from six to five. And that's the biggest news from Overwatch 2. That is huge, huge yeah. um, ramifications. <laughs> like I used to posted the one tweet from uh, Carpe, which is like... <laughs> It's I like, want to buy buy Papa. I was like, yep. damn. <laughs> thanks for the the memories. Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you change five v five. Yeah, yeah. If you're winning tank, it's gonna be yeah. two support, two uh, DPS, and one tank. So it's yeah. gonna be interesting. I'm curious to see how that that changes up because I mean, maps and you know. To, um, character, every all character ability. I mean, they were all geared and set up for a six v six. Why? Why change it? Like you also have your league, which is very successful with a six six v six style. Like I mean, it's it's done very well. You have teams. You have people that are paid to be on these teams, like that have skills that you brought in for the six versus six. And you go to five v five, you you're basically firing somebody by making this decision. Yeah. Like you guys said, you're, you're cutting people off and you're like you're lo- making people lose jobs because of reducing it to 5v5. Like, I don't get it. I, to me, just... I'm going to go into Blizzard rant because, again, I'm on fucking Blizzard. But, like, right. to me, this just this just proves that... So, part of the reason they're doing this is because um, they've shifted to a 2-2-2 the meta, which is two tanks, two healers, two DPS. But, basically, every fucking tank has a ginormous shield and it's a problem when you get multiple tanks with multiple shields trying to bust through and stuff like that. So instead of trying to balance the game, uh, they're just like, hey, what if teams only could have one tank? Cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's guess. Lazy. It's just lazy. Yeah. And also, is. I mean, there's the pressure of adding more characters, which then disrupts the balance of the game, which then you have to go and do the all balancing, rebalancing, all that stuff again. Which seems like they don't want to necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But all right. Curious to well, see how the gameplay changes at, at, at a professional level. Yeah. Professional level, yeah. Like it for the home users, like it's sure one less person in the group. It's it, it's going to change some strategies, but it's not like game breaking. Like holy shit, for the league, it's going to change everything. So it's just a matter of like, like I told you, like. You can almost create another team of people are getting fired. <laughs> so better have a yeah. You better have an alt that you can use there if you're yeah, a tank. Hopefully, you guys are going to have your alts. So yeah. Um, but then they might maybe they'll change the meta where like it is still valuable to have a tank, two tanks in, in the group. You know what I mean? Like somehow. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if you can. I mean, if they roll lock right. it. If they, they I think they're roll locking that. Oh, are they? Okay. Okay. Because I, I mean, really yeah, I mean, you that that whole dive meta, man, it's just like three tanks. <laughs> it's no. crazy. I mean, that's the thing is like, you had 
like the Overwatch League season one, you had some of the most amazing, like hell yeah moments and like hero moments because you could, because DPS characters could do that stuff. And, and instead of, you know, like Tony's saying, instead of balancing characters where they're viable in all situations, you're making it so that way you're just going to try to remove a character from the picture. So, but yeah, I think they're rolllocking it. So you can't. Okay. All right. Other news, Ubisoft is restarting development on Skull and Bones. The restarting, not canceling? This is the second time, I think. <laughs> if not, I mean, like, this game was or... announced like a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, Assassin's Creed 4? Black Flag? I mean, yeah. Black Flag, well, they had okay, that, this pirating stuff, right? And so yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. this pirate thing could be its own game. This is so cool. It and then like was... a year later, it's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Wasn't it the same E3 of, of Beyond Good and Evil 2? So which one comes oh, out yeah. first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, that's the thing. It's like it was early PS4, three, four, um, I should say, PS4 days, right? Yeah, I feel like that was definitely around Black Flag because we got these pirate games announced right away. But it was around Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. That's what it was. Almost like because we were making fun of Sea of Thieves when we saw Black Flag, uh, the Skull and Bones mm-hmm. trailer. That same, yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, I, why are you continuing with this though? They, they, like if it's not working out, don't you just? cut your loss and it's like three times restarting. I think it's probably the, the sunk cost fallacy where it's like we've invested X amount of years, hundreds of millions of dollars at this point, you know, you imagine. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I'd recommend reading Schreier's book. Cause... Yeah, and I, it's on there. I just, I just, uh, <laughs> it, no, the one week delay um, like totally just fucked me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, they, you have these companies that are, you know, building these, these games and developing games and stuff and, some of them just like you know nope we're done you guys are done everyone just pack up your bags yeah uh, you can't get into the building anymore all your stuff is still here whatever and it's like and then you have these games here which is just like okay we thought you were dead what's happening with this um who knows it's just the the cost to keep these these games going is just astronomical so it, cancellations are so much more it seems prevalent when like don't worry i'd rather have them do this than cancel it for sure, because I think, well, I mean, you know, it's tough, right? It's tough because. Well, I mean, it's like do you, you never want to see people out like a bad know. game, or do you give sure. give it a chance? Sure. You know. Right, and the thing is, I think Ubisoft. and I've said this before. I think Ubisoft is a firm believer in they will make a game good eventually, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I sure. want to say that's how I like Rainbow right. Six One was like, right? It wasn't um, division. The division. The division, right? Yeah, that yeah. like. Um, for honor even got yeah for better. yeah for honor got you know because they believe in those cert, like those games as a service yeah. they were the ones that like really pioneered it uh, before most of these other companies tried it um, and it's not just like oh look it's not working now we'll just cancel it and fire you know a bunch of developers and stuff like that so you know yeah. patience you know patience yeah and it's yeah. crazy how much there is like so much meddling that goes on the politicking and stuff with people that don't yeah. know what they're doing and it's just like uh just give the people that are creative like you that's why you see all these independent games and they're just such you know gems because you don't have that corporate mentally hmm. yeah i don't know um let me get the news back open you're sorry i uh, the other, other screen open yeah well i mean we'll see ubisoft does st- stick with it so we'll see but square enix is set to announce a new action rpg interesting is this a cl- collaboration with team ninja that's what yep, it says? Apparently. What, what's going on here? What is this? So a game in the final like Final Fantasy series in something resembling Souls? 
So please have a difficulty setting <laughs> and I'll be good with this. Um, or it could be just like, uh, well, that had difficulty setting, didn't it? Um, ghosts. Um, so, yeah. Ghost of Shima? Yeah, didn't it? It was not that hard, mm-hmm. either way. Yeah. So that was fine. Ghost of Shima had it. Jedi Fallen Order had it. Fallen mm-hmm. Order was uh, fine. I got through, I got through Fallen mm-hmm. Order, too. So. Yeah. yeah. It, interesting. Uh, E3, you think? Get something announced? Announced? Oh, could yeah, be. You could get something on there the was, There was another time. rumor that was that Square was going to announce a Final Fantasy game that wasn't already announced, which would be um, 16 um, yeah. and Walker. Mm-hmm. So oh. this lines up with that rumor. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Netflix is planning a bigger move into video games. So... Well, they, they had that one Black games. Mirror thing, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, like... that's, it's a, it's a, that was a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that. That's I mean, what they, they, yeah. Who knows? They may be trying to do like a do an Amazon thing and have their own like video game company or development studio or something. Maybe it publish the game. Like, who knows? Yeah, it sounds to me like more video games than Choose Your Own Adventures. Like Bear Grylls has that too, like a Choose Your Own Adventure show. But sure. this sounds like actually. I'm saying, I mean, yeah, they, they. I think they're just saying like more into video games because they did have a. A game, air quotes, on there. But yeah, well, I mean, good. maybe it'll be good. Yeah, maybe. You know, funny. Do you... Th- Mike's not on this podcast, damn it. All right. Um, <laughs> Sonic Central, last bit of news we have here. Uh, let's tune in at 9 a.m. Pacific on the 27th for a first look at some of the projects uh, from our 30th, the Sonic 30th anniversary celebration. So uh, there's been a lot of teasing with a new Sonic game. Uh, according to what I'm seeing, multiple Summit games, actually, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we get a follow-up to the one that Mike loves? What's that one? Sonic Mania. Mania? Mania. Yeah, do we get a solid follow-up to that? Who knows, man. Doubt it. It's based yeah. off of what, like, I know like they but were bitter, so who knows? I, I know they were bitter, but it, for some reason, I got this vibe that we might see a follow-up to that. I don't know why. I don't mm-hmm. know. But It'd be nice if it's from the same developers. Like, I, I, it's like if you're just gonna call it Sonic Mania Two and have different people making it that aren't, you know. Yeah, I mean, capable. We definitely will get a, we'll definitely get a 3D Sonic announcement. There's no question in my mind. Uh, but I think we will get a 2D mm. one as well. Mm. I think they yeah. have two Sonic games in development. So that was the same thing. Like today, they also released what they released: Virtual Fighter Five. Ultimate Showdown, I think. The 10 millionth edition is uh, a PS4 exclusive in June. So mm-hmm. it, it's like the fifth version of that game. So yeah. um, they're becoming like Super uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Championship Classic Edition. Yep. Same idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and that's it, I think, on the news. I think that's good. So, yeah, we're approaching E3 uh, one month away. Yeah. 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 We got to do, do a preview episode. Hopefully, next week we can take a little time. We'll get some news together for what we think might happen there. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about some of the games we might see. So we'll do a little preview edition, I think. Well, I mean, this we'll see. I mean, it depends on the news. So if we keep getting a ton of news... Yeah, it'll be interesting what they that. say with this Horizon Forbidden West. I'm, like, really like pretty excited for that, so... Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just... I, <laughs> I really just hope, because um, one of the uh, insiders, I forget which one, um, said he's, like... He's kind of in the same boat I was, because you remember when whenever Horizon... Zero Dawn was first mm-hmm. announced. I was like, I'm all about this game. Like, yeah. like new franchise, new IP. Uh, giant dinosaur robot. Female protagonist, yeah. uh, giant robot dinosaurs. Hell yeah. Like, 
<clears throat> I'm all about this and stuff like that. And then unfortunately had to release right around Breath of the Wild, which yeah. obviously is my most anticipated game for like multiple years in a row. And this is one of the things that like it's like, oh god, why does it have to happen? But this guy said, he's like, how wild would it be if Breath of the Wild 2 got released around the same time frame as Horizon? It, it could now. And I'm just like, like, no, like please don't do that to me. Like yeah. Yeah, like, I, that's what I was going to bring up again. Like, Nintendo has a big, like, uh, for some reason on Twitter today, Nintendo was turning like crazy for like E3 announcement games that they're going to do. Like, it was speculation posts, but it was all over like trending on, E3, on on Twitter. And like, the biggest thing obviously was Breath of the Wild 2, uh, which we're all hoping to hear from. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the timelines, you know, they work they out. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, which is um, a shame too, I think that. Uh, but you have to, you you have to put this out on PS4. I just like this. What imagine this game like PS5 exclusive and being able to just take advantage of the like that hardware yeah. completely. That would have been like so much nicer. And I don't even have a PS5, but like, it just I just yeah. see this game like, oh man, imagine that. But you know, you got to do the Last of Us thing and make it uh, make it on both, I guess. Well, I mean, Last of Us <laughs> thing, but just put it on the system that ah, just gonna hold it back. That's all. I'm upset yeah. about that. Yeah. So, all right. That's going to wrap up 547 of the GameCast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us like at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe, that like button, leave a comment, a question. We'll answer you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. See you guys next week.